everyone, welcome to Respawn Aim Fire Review. What do we call this? Raff and Review? Raff Reviews? Something like that. We call it something Raff cool and, and snappy. Because we're hip and <laughs> we're, we're on the internet now. the last episode of Raff right now. We yeah. are reviewing all 229 <laughs> episodes of Respawn Aim Fire that oh, have to do with Christ. Metroid Dread and us talking about them. We're going to do uh, live no, we're reactions. Here. We're going to watch them all. We're going to marathon them. Just watch all of them in a row. <laughs> oh, no. You're going to be able to rent out an AMC Theaters big theater, and you can watch all 229 episodes on the big screen back to back in anticipation of episode 230. Um, no, we are here to talk about Metroid Dread, and we have with us two Metroid Dread heads. Ah, uh, mm -hmm. see what I did there? Um, Oh fuck look, me! Look, I've got you guys look, swapped look, on the video I'm, feed. I'm, I'm a dread. Oh, that's awesome! Nice. That is so awesome. I didn't know that was a thing that yeah, you could buy. I thought it I was going to be a lot smaller because, like, apparently Metroids for for the viewers at home. Sorry, audio listeners, you're missing out on this. <laughs> Metroids apparently come in two sizes: this and this. <laughs> and I thought there was going to be a median, and there was not. They're like, you either get small or. Fucking life size. <laughs> um, so, that's me. I'm a dreadhead. Hey, the, whoever you were just talking, who's a dreadhead? Uh, introduce yourself <gasps> a little bit while I. Swap oh, that's right. Your Audio videos. listeners don't know who I am. Yeah. Uh -huh. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, I, I'm uh, I'm Trevor Bettis. Um, I'm a host of way too many podcasts. <laughs> also, the community <laughs> manager of Idol Champions of the Forgotten Realms, uh, and a bunch of other stuff that I can't think of right now. I do a lot. Fine. You have uh, episode 100 coming up of difficulty class before it revamps its uh, its yeah format. we do yeah the show that I started because I was on this show is ending <laughs> <laughs> oh my god that'll be one of our first episodes we review your very first episode <laughs> please review me in my car with terrible audio talking about Dungeons and Dragons please review yes. that you you do have a new season of um. Of the same Mister coming out, right? Yes, uh, from the same Mister actually started today while we're Ooh. recording this. So October twenty second for everyone else that is listening to this in the far flung future. Uh, yeah, we got third season uh, from the same Mister that just started up, where me and my half siblings talk about being donor conceived, and there's a lot of interesting wild stuff that happened this year. <laughs> <laughs> wonderful, wonderful, Holden. Uh, in case someone has just joined Respawn Aim Fire in the last two months, who the hell are you? <laughs> Who the hell are yeah, you? Yeah, I am. I am Holden Depardo. I I used to be here on on RAF as a regular. Now I am an avid listener and fanboy of both you, Chad Michael Ennis, and Adam Gumby. So I'm very excited um, to be back here. Um, I'm also on the Networked podcast, which is an Apple podcast. And um, other than that, I, that's that's what I do now. That, that's it. Perfect. I don't do as much as Trevor. I can't do as much as Trevor because I can't invent time and create time. <laughs> I made a deal. I no longer have a soul. I will say it is kind of funny <laughs> because I've now been on uh, the, the last episode I was on Respawning Fire. Adam was there and it's his first episode. And then I the last time I was on before that, Holden was there. And so I'm just, I'm confused. I just don't know who I'm talking to. <laughs> Chad is my constant. He's like that Irish dude in Lost. Yes. <laughs> I love you, Penny. That's a deep cut. <laughs> That's amazing. One of the best episodes of Lost. But we're not here to talk about Lost. We're oh, here yeah. to talk about something we love equally, and that is Metroid. And both of you have mm. been on the show to talk about Metroid before in the past. Oh, uh, Trevor, I think you were here to talk about our Fusion barf, right? Yeah, not too long ago. Yeah. Metroid Fusion. Yep. Yeah. So Metroid Dread came out a week and a half-ish ago, two weeks ago now. Uh, it is the final installment in the Metroid franchise. 
the, the 2D Metroid franchise, uh, a direct sequel to Metroid Fusion. It is on Nintendo Switch. It is available on Nintendo Switch OLED. It is available on regular Nintendo Switch. And oh, Holden got himself an Ooh. OLED. Oh, I did. With them white did. Just fancy pants over here. Is um, See, I, I want to get one, but I don't know if I trust myself with those white controllers. Like, I just feel like I it, my, oh, my grubby little hands. They're perfect. Yeah, yeah I'm worried about that too. So I'm going to use them as long as possible. And then I'll switch back to these guys. Yeah, that's what I got. I got those Zelda ones. I wish they had made Metroid ones for this. But anywho, I'm interrupting. Yeah, that would have been cool. <laughs> uh, I don't really have a, a format that I wanted to use on this one other than to say, like, hey, we'll go over some general impressions here that are spoiler free. And then we will make yeah. a very clear cut. We're like, we're going to talk spoilers now. and We're going to talk about the rest of it. I will start by telling everyone that this is, I think, the best 2D Metroid game. And that I think it is only the best 2D Metroid games because it takes all the best parts of everything that came before it and makes one giant thing. It's kind of like you you don't like all the other ones were practicing to be this one, and you don't necessarily have to play the other ones because you get everything you need from Metroid in this game. That's my like short, sweet, to the point review of Metroid Dread. There are some like some things that are still frustrating about it to me, but we'll get into that later. Uh, mm -hmm. Trevor, tell me about your experience with Metroid Dread. Um, one, I am so glad to hear you say it because literally that's what I was going to say when I came on. Like, this is my favorite 2D Metroid that has existed. I have played all of them, and this is the one that, like, everything about this is just chef's kiss. Uh, there, there, like, there are a few things that have problems, <clears throat> but all of the Metroid games have small little things like, oh, I wish we'd gotten this power up a little bit earlier. Oh, this boss fight really sucked. Oh, the pacing of this was off. So they all they all do have their problems here and there, but every game does. And but this one just nailed almost everything I wanted. And the more I played it, the more I just kept saying, this is exactly what I wanted out of this game. 16 years of waiting for this damn game, hearing the name Metroid Dread, perfectly what I would have wanted. And now you can throw the heart of the ocean off the rails and go die. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I, just me at the, the back of a boat, clutching my Nintendo Switch, Celine Dion behind me, belting out some, some great <laughs> tunes, and I just hold it over and drop it. And then she walks up, she hands me an OLED. I go, thank you, Celine Dion. <laughs> 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 Hold on, tell me about and then I go, your shit. Experience. I forgot to transfer everything first. Oh god, what? Oh, <laughs> we'll save that for another. The real, oh, woof. the real process that would be like Celine Dion's like, don't th don't throw that over yet. <laughs> we have a good twenty hours. She's like, do I stop him or do I keep singing? <laughs> yeah, for shit. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Metroid Dread, I have a very different take than you guys. I think yeah. it's my favorite two D Metroid game, and everything has been building up to this Metroid game. <laughs> <laughs> no, I completely agree with you guys. I, I can't say anything in addition to what you guys said because I completely 100% agree. It's the best 2D Metroid game because the movement is so good. The world and the map is so good. Um, the boss battles are so good. It's just so good. It is awesome. And I kind of don't really like... I was going to go back and play Zero Mission. I'm like, I'm not even going to do that because like I can just play this game over and over again if I want Which my Metroid have. fix. <laughs> it's just... it's I have, yes. I've... Uh, I did normal, I did hard, I tried to do no energy tanks and just gave up because it oh. was so damn hard. And, Good lord. Um, 
<laughs> and then um, I also did 100%. So I got a, I went back to my normal file, though, and just 100% of that one. And it feels like, after 100%ing, it also feels like it's the most accessible Metroid game. And mm. I know that's a very different take than I think a lot of other people are stating, which is saying mm. it's the hardest one. I don't think it's the hardest one. Um, I think that it just asks more of you because you can control it better. But because you can control it better, I didn't think it was as hard. But that's, I don't know, that's how I felt about it. But we'll get into more details on that later on. Okay. Uh, I, I, okay, I, 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 will, I will actually do one that is a bit of a twist. I am actually going back and forth between saying that this is my favorite Metroid game ever. Ooh, and I can't whoa. decide. Yeah, I, I'm I'm literally at that point where I'm just like, is this better than Metroid Prime One for me? And there, there's a lot of things, and and I think the thing that's holding me back from it is they are so different. Like, yeah. really trying to compare Metroid Prime and Metroid Dread is purely from like the name, and that's it. Like they they operate so differently. But they're like when you when you get down to like talking about like ha- the the spacing of upgrades, the the layout of new areas. There's some areas of Prime that I think are better than Dread, but there are a lot of areas of Dread that I think are better than Prime. And mm-hmm. so I I I'm I don't think I'm gonna have a, 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 a I'm not gonna come down anything even by <clears> the end of this episode, let alone next couple weeks. Uh, but I, I'm struggling with that. I've, I, it, the thought has crossed my mind. Yeah. I, I was having the same exact question and I went back and I played prime up to the Chozo ghost part. And I, I, it's so hard to decide if I, if dread or prime one is like the top Metro game. It's so hard because you're right. They're very different, but there's something about prime that just has this atmosphere to it that's so unique to prime even amongst metroid games having really good atmosphere to begin with mm-hmm. but i can't i can't determine is it just like my nostalgia for it because that was one of the that was my first gamecube game it's the game i i the only gamecube game i had for a while even though i never beat it it just there's a heavy nostalgia for it and i can't i can't decide if it's there's there's just that bias there of nostalgia for prime one you look confused, yeah. Did you just Jen. say you never beat metroid prime one um, on GameCube, I beat it on the Wii U when okay. the trilogy was, oh, came out wow. for it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. It was so hard. I was not really good at games when I was younger. Oh I was no, that's really fair. Bad. Yeah. But I, I totally get you about the nostalgia thing because Prime was my first Metroid, um, mm-hmm. and like that's the one that totally just sent me off the rails in love with this franchise. And so to, to like finally get a game that I'm like, shit, is this better than it? That that's that's wild to me. I never thought I would I would hit that because yeah, th- those rose colored glasses were thick. <laughs> they were two C's <laughs> thick glasses. <laughs> I highly recommend going back and playing it right though because it holds oh, up got, so. I've got well. a GameCube sitting out in my living room right now that I'm planning on oh, hooking nice. up to my giant TV and playing again. When there's like an explosion next to you and you see Samus's face reflect oh, in the so visor, cool. it's like that was in so 2002. Cool. And yeah. it still looks really good. It's just, and this isn't a prime this is a podcast. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah but the, the still the fact that it's even a thought to me that this game might be better mm-hmm. than Metroid Prime One blows my mind. Yeah. 
You well, let's, it let's yet, talk right? a little bit about some of. I watched that. Well, for just full disclosure for the the viewers and listeners, I have not physically finished the game myself. I did watch the final cutscene before doing this because I wanted to do this review, and mainly I'm there for the story, and uh, I'm happy. So we'll, let's keep let's keep going. Be good. Be good. <laughs> let's talk a little bit while we're still in the spoiler free mode. Let's talk a little bit about. Um, just kind of what's new in the game. There's a, there's a lot of tried and true mm-hmm. Metroid tropes, which are to be expected in the franchise as they've been in the last four games. You should expect them by the fifth one. But there are a lot of really new things. There's the new like 2.5D perspective in a lot of parts. There's the uh, the introduction of the Emmys, um, beautiful new cutscenes, and all that kind of stuff. Like, Tell me about how you... Do you think that was welcome in the franchise or do you think like it was like weird to see that transition to almost like touching on Metroid, other M or Metroid Prime territory in parts. Mm. Hold on, why, why don't you go first? I went first last time. Um, the In terms of like the new, the Emmys work really, really well. I really, really felt that sense of dread on my, especially my first run, where I, I don't I see what know. you did there. That sense of what dread. What did I do there? Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> um, the... Um, now I lost my train of thought. Uh, oh yeah, so like <laughs> you, you, I, I was afraid of them. I was really afraid of them. And some of the yeah. later ones are unbelievably hard. Like there's the one that can see through walls oh, and then shit, shoot yeah. things through walls to <sighs> stop you, and you can't move. It, it, it literally like freaked me out when I go in those rooms. You hear that? Um, what is it? There's like this little like <laughs> chime sound or something like that when you walk in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it freaks you out. Everything's it, all it's gray really terrifying. Too. And I, yeah, and I would just keep my eyes locked into the mini map to see if there's a red dot coming up anywhere. And like, it's just it that was so much better than I thought that the the Emmys were going to be. I, I, you know I what I like about real it? quick on that? Yeah, go for the, it. The the Emmys were actually what concerned me most about this game going into it because you know you, you, um, zero mission when you go do the the after part one when you go to the ship it's very much that style where it's like oh the pirates you don't have your power suit that you can't fuck with them they will insta kill you you have to be quiet and then they're going to chase you and i hated that part that was the only part of zero mission that i hated and so i was <laughs> dreading uh that part of it because uh. i was worried that it was going to be something like that but i cannot believe how well this like it's not even a mechanic how how well this like uh, section of the game works because they are small areas like you only have to be in there a little bit but you don't want to go in but you got to force yourself to go in there which is like mm-hmm. to me the perfect point of a horror game is you don't want to push that stick forward but you force yourself to that's where the horror of a video game comes in and the fact that a metroid game captured that oh my god mm-hmm. love it and and to build on that too sometimes you don't know where to go in those Emmy rooms. So you're kind of having to explore and figure out where to go next while also worrying about if I go in that direction, I think the Emmy is over there and I could be totally fucked. And it's just, it mostly really just great, comes down solid to solid moments, just running. And like, if there's an obstacle, I just kind of in the moment, figure out how to come over and then hope that at the other side of this screen is where I need to end up being. Because mm-hmm. I'm not going to take my time and pay attention to explore this room right now because there's a fucking Emmy on my ass. I, I, don't, I don't know about y'all, but I talked a lot of trash to those things while I was hiding. Like, I just walk <laughs> it, watch it walk by and be like, that's right. Fucking get your robot ass out of here, you bastard. 
<laughs> Sometimes when they find you, it felt a little unfair, but it was so rare mm. when it happened. Like I would go into the um, invisibility cloak thing, whatever it is. I put Harry Potter's magic robe on, and then I would like <laughs> I would go to the ceiling with the with the um, uh, what is it, the spider magnet, and just hang mm. out there, and it would walk below me and then jump up right where I am. I'm like, what are the odds of that happening? But it didn't happen often enough that it like ruined the experience. Yeah. That's like the only like nitpicky thing I can really say about the Emmy encounters. Because mm-hmm. even the I didn't, countering I didn't quite get them. That. I didn't quite get that either. Like what was the pattern? Sometimes it would walk up to me, scan me, and then walk away if I was invisible. And then sometimes it would just like fucking barrel right into my vagina. And I didn't it, I didn't it know. It reminded me a lot of the 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 titular alien <laughs> in mm. alien isolation. Um <laughs> because that AI was really cool and whatnot, but sometimes it would just for whatever reason just break and like I, I remember playing alien isolation i'm like all right i'm hiding in this room i'm under a table it does not know i'm here and i watched it on the little monitor i'm like all right it's going down the hallway and now it's coming back down the hallway <laughs> all right you're gonna go through nope you went d- you turned around again okay cool so you're gonna go through nope all right we're coming back another time <laughs> like there's been a few times with the emmys where i'm just like leave you have business. <laughs> like I'm trying to Obi Wan Kenobi. These are not the Samus you were looking for. <laughs> yeah. Meanwhile, you're like in your invisibility cloak. You've gone through your Aeon meter, and you're just eating into your health. And you're oh, like, no, 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 God. don't go any lower. Don't go any lower. <laughs> I can't handle it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think my favorite the, part um, of the Emmys level- was that I I wasn't. I was worried going into it that it was going to be like Mr. X from Resident Evil Two. And where it's just like, no, I will never have Very any much same. like rest. I will always be anxious. But I love the fact that it was isolated to specific sections of the map. So you knew. That, I love like, that they changed the doors so that you yes. always knew. Yep. Mm-hmm. And you could tell if I'm if I'm in an area and it's like desaturated and has this gray fuzz on it, like there's an enemy somewhere near nearby. But I knew that if I was like, it looked regular, everything's back to being saturated and it's crisp. And that's safety, which was awesome. Mm. I loved that. Hold on, you were going to say something. There's another thing with the Emmys that I can't say right now because it's a spoiler. But uh, I, I, I'm just saying it out loud so I have the the, the mental note or the uh, out loud note it. to go back. Yeah, putting a pin in it. That's a better word, yeah. Put a pin um, in that. The, um, the counters, I thought were also really successful with the Emmys. Because, like, it, you cannot learn how to do it. Yeah. It, it's impossible. <laughs> yeah. It's not but reliable. It's yeah, it's not reliable. So you just it, when it, and you manage to do it, it's so satisfying. There's this huge sense of relief. It's like okay, yeah. run, 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 go, go as fast as you can. Like it's it's great, great moments when they happen. And they I feel... managed to do it three times in a row once, and I just went running. I'm like, I'm a god. <laughs> <laughs> I'm running away from this deadly robot. <laughs> I only did it a handful of times, but I think every single time I successfully did it, I died again like ten seconds later. So, this <laughs> sucks so much. It's like I did it. Ah, oh, fuck. I had one where I did it and I ran away and realized I had to go back. In the other direction. So I had to go back towards the Emmy. I'm like, damn it, I'm so screwed now. Was the the counter system itself that was something that was new in the remake of two in Samus Returns, right? Yes. yes. Yeah, that came think- around in Samus Returns. I think this one was less forgiving than that one. Like, I remember in Samus Returns just counter like i barely ever shot anything first like i was just boom Mm -hmm. running running, around boom and this one oh my god i i've missed probably a good 45 percent of the counters 
just because the the they change up the timing because I used to be able to learn one alien's timing and it would always be the same and it feels like there's little bits of different timing here and there. There's like maybe three timing spots that it could possibly be. So when it like, like there's one that flies, like it rears back up and I don't feel like I can reliably see it rear and then hit the button and know when to hit it because I yeah. completely missed it. But yeah. yeah. And some of the, some of the enemies, some of them have really easy um, counter windows, but some mm -hmm. of them are really short windows. Like some of the ones, yeah. um, they're like the little bird things and they like fly at you. That those can be hard to do sometimes mm -hmm. for me. And then um what is it? It's like a flying like octopus, I guess. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, yeah, yeah, like yeah. shoot in all directions. No. No, no, no. It just actually. launches at you. Yeah, it just I know which one you're talking you. about. It kind of looks like a squid. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. They're like goopy on the wall and then just go Yeah. Those ones as well. I always talk about those ones, but those ones are also very hard to counter. Yeah, I hate those guys. Um, so those are some of the ones where I, whenever I came across those, I'm like, tread lightly, like, <laughs> be careful, go slow, like, be aware of your surroundings. Cause especially those ones that are on the walls and, like, lunge at you. They're so small, you don't notice them immediately sometimes when you go into a room. Mm -hmm. At least for me, I didn't. The w One of the things I want to point out there, though, you're talking about, like, the going slow through a room watching out for that stuff that is one reason why this game 100 percent is the everything that all the other metroid games wanted to be because i mean the 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 first one they talk about taking inspiration from alien and aliens like like you know there's a bunch of references to that franchise throughout the the series and whatnot but like you know, the the Nintendo Entertainment System did not deliver horror um, <laughs> very well. Oh, no, three purple squares. No. Um, and and so that game was a lot of fun. And, and really, the mechanics of it is probably what everyone latched onto with that. And same with Super Metroid and Super Metroid got a little bit more in there. There's a little more creepy stuff and whatnot. Fusion even more got that atmosphere going, but this one, like Holden was saying, like you 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 go into a room and you're like, okay, I gotta take this right. Like I can't. I I didn't feel like superhero Samus in this. I didn't feel like I was just running through, just laying waste to everything in my path. And I was just like, okay, cool. Uh, there's one of those rhino jerks. I hope I hit the timing of that thing right, so I don't get <laughs> bounced around for three freaking minutes. All right, it's dead. Oh great, there's three quicksilver birds. Okay, well hopefully they don't. Oh, they all attacked at the same time. Awesome, cool. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's what made the 99, the, the um, 99 health, no energy tanks so hard. Because just running mm. through, you would just die almost immediately sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. It was yeah. very tough. And, and I the don't bosses feel like they also. Gave, I don't think they gave those energy tanks out enough. I, I could have I used some more energy tanks. <laughs> I was so grateful I got yeah, the, the final uh, boss. amiibos right off the bat. Instant yep. energy tank, mm -hmm. instant 10 missiles. Yep. I felt like cheating. <laughs> oh, you put that, that amiibo on, it's just like, here's a whole energy tank and missile tank. I'm like, I yep. feel bad. I feel dirty. <laughs> I paid $20 <laughs> to get some in-game stuff. This feels weird. <laughs> Is that why there's... A, so I got all the energy tanks, and it seemed like there was one missing slot, but that's probably, probably why, because yeah. the amiibo. Oh. Yeah. Mm, I don't like that. I still got 100% of the game, so I don't feel like cheated okay. out of it. And But um, I guess it says 100% on the main screen, so like, I don't feel cheated out of it. But I was wondering, like, why did they... Not space that properly, but that that makes sense now. I forgot about that. Go. Yeah. 
And the so, bosses so too, by the way. You like you need energy tanks to fight some of these bosses. Yeah. Especially oh in hard mode. Some of the bosses will take out four energy tanks with one hit. Oh. On hard. It's Disgusting. brutal. It's absolutely brutal. Dreadful. <laughs> the the boss fights like I'm 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 obviously gonna be um spoiler free on this for, for people who haven't got it or finished it, but the the boss fights I will say is probably the weaker part of the game, but at the same time, one of the cooler parts of the That's game. So cool. Because the, the 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 problem with them is they don't teach you anything. You just kind of have to mash and hope you did the right thing at the right time. Like I, yeah. there was a boss fight that I saw a video of that I'd already beaten, and they're like, "Hey, you can do this," and I went, "You, you can." Nothing alerted me that I could do that. Oh, okay, cool. And <laughs> and so when you get it, it's cool. And and there are some amazing. Uh, quick quick time events that happen in there i'm a little disappointed that they are so quick time event e um especially in a few of them where it was just like oh there's the prompt oh i'm dead and it, and it yeah. wasn't even like you bounced off and you got to do it again it was you're just straight dead and I, I i don't quite like that as much but man when you can do it it just looks so cool it's like this is the yeah. samus i always knew she was like that. She's just mm. so badass in this, just from her body movement and stuff like that. That it, it it makes me like, yeah, that was really annoying. But at the same time, God, that was fucking cool. <laughs> <laughs> there's one in particular. I'm not gonna say what it is, but there's one in particular, like midway through the game, where it's optional. You don't even like. You don't have to do that quick time event. <sighs> but I stumbled upon it, and it was like the most badass moment of the entire game. It was so fucking cool. Well, that, that's I'll, what I'm. That's what I'm talking about. That that the the quick time events they essentially shorten the fights yeah. in like by half. Like it, you, you think it's like, oh, there was a quick time event. Oh, I missed it. Oh, whatever. I'm just going to keep shooting missiles. But like literally there was a boss fight that I did that I died having four missiles left out of a hundred. I nailed the quick time event twice and I ended the boss fight with 89 missiles. And I was like, that is a drastic difference. Yeah. And a lot of times, too, those quick time events are like, they were they will refuel you. Like, you'll get yeah. missiles. Yeah. There were times yeah. where if I missed them, then I was just like completely empty and I'm just shooting my regular ass beam at things. But whenever I do hit that them, I was like, oh, felt now the I finally worst. It's so terrible. <laughs> when you run out of missiles on a boss and you're just like, I'll hit them with a charge beam. And they go, that's cute. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's also, if you're sequence breaking, which I haven't done any, but I've seen videos of this, if you sequence break and, and go to bosses with items you shouldn't have, there are sometimes different quick time events if you can you use that item. Yeah. So there's oh, one wow. boss where you, you don't have the morph ball yet, but when you go with them with the morph ball, you can attack them in a different way, um, and it's like an instant kill to the boss. So I'm really excited That's to see. wild. Yeah, I'm really, really excited well, to see what the speedrunning community does, how fast someone can go through this game, because it seems like there's actually a lot of flexibility in what you can do, even if it doesn't seem like that as you're playing it. Uh, I, well, I want to, do you have anything else about boss? Because that, that gave me a good jumping off point to another thing. Anything nope. boss related, I have to say now, spoiler, so. Well, it's it's not boss yeah. related. It, it's, it, you, you were, you're talking about the, the sequence breaking, and yeah, yeah. the reason that's so surprising to me is that this 
felt like the most linear Metroid game it I did. played. Yeah. In fact, I was thinking, and, I was like, hey, can I, is there even a way to exactly. get uh, items out of order or anything like that or go to different yeah. bosses? And <clears throat> like, I, I feel like, it, you know, if you had gone back like four months and I mean, <laughs> four months to the episode we're holding and I had just found out Dread existed and we're on the show going, ah! <laughs> uh, if you had gone back to, to that, that stage, Trevor, and told me that it was the more the most linear of the Metroid games that would have freaked me out yep. um, because, you know, this is literally half of the namesake of a Metroidvania <laughs> and, <laughs> and, and anything linear is very, you know, looked down upon with those type of games. But it was one of those again where I'm like, this worked. It didn't. It, the parts that became linear, it was just them going listen, you're just going to dick around in this area and not find anything for like three hours. Just, you know, we're just going to close this off with some rocks for right now. You'll get to it later. Just get to that teleporter. <laughs> yeah. So what I what I found is there's definitely moments like that where they lock you out and like, no, you have to find a way out of here that's not going backwards. Um, but I found that what the game is really, really good at is bringing you back to where you need to go so it feels like it's really linear sometimes, mm -hmm. but really the world design is just so good yeah. that it's constantly pushing you in the right direction without telling you exactly where to go. So like, there's mm -hmm. one point where like you go up an elevator to one area and then you go up like out of that room up and then there's another elevator basically right above where you just were. And then that brings you to the next area you're supposed to go to. You can just walk away and go somewhere else if you want to, but the game guided you to that location because like at first i was worried that like having these segmented parts of the world would make the game um too linear but what it ended up resulting is is that they warp you around or take you on like a shuttle or an elevator so they can cleverly bring you back to different mm -hmm. areas and it just it actually feels much more fluid than I was initially concerned about when I was seeing pictures of the map and these just like separate areas i'm like oh no and it's it gonna be like fusion where i just like so go much. here then go there yeah. Like there, there's been so many times so where I'm much, like, yeah. what do you mean there's another train? Like I thought I had <laughs> right. already found all the yeah. ways back to this place. <laughs> there's also sometimes you have to go into an area, like leave an area, go to another area, and then go back into the same area you were in before via a different train to access yep. something you couldn't get to before. Like there's a lot of that in the game, which was really cool to see. So I thought it was very successful with its its world design, even though it, I agree it does feel linear sometimes, but in a good way. And that's the thing that yeah, I have a to good stress way, for yeah. any Metroid fan that somehow hasn't played this game yet. We, I'm saying that in the best way possible. You know what else I loved about the map another, too? I love that it was hmm. like, if you look at the whole map, it's not in a like a symmetrical fills up the whole screen kind of thing. It's just like random pockets and different size areas all over it. So when you look like, okay, I've got three areas unlocked. There's probably a fourth one on the left. And then you find out, oh, no, there's a tiny little fifth one up there, too. Oh, and then there's another one over here. It's like, how many areas are there? And it's like, it just yeah. keeps you guessing is like how much yeah. more of this game there is, which is I think was really great. Also, yeah. jumping off the map thing, thank you so much for making a Metroid game that just puts markers on the yes. damn map. <laughs> yes. It's just like, hey, this door you can't go through. This is one of these weird doors. This is, uh, you know, this weird fire plant thing that you will fucking hate for five hours of your life. Uh, and, and I just love the fact that they mark them for you because it used to be like, I remember with some Metroid games where I would have to like have a little door, but it's like, all right, th there's a missile door up here, even though it doesn't fucking tell you. <laughs> yeah. You know what yeah, I feel an old, like? Super Metroid. Yeah, sorry, go hold it. You get it. 
Um, in like a Super Metroid, yeah, like you'll look around and be like, okay, like I need to find out what doors I haven't gone into. So let me go. Oh, I haven't gone through that one yet. And you'll travel all the way across the whole map. You'll get there. Yeah. You'll be like, fuck, it needs a power bomb. I don't have yeah. that yet. <laughs> and like that never happens in this game. And that was nice. The map is rock solid, I think. Yeah. And Best the map world design. Yeah, hands down. And map, I kind of realized too how important maps are to the Metroid experience because. I was kind of thinking, like, this map's kind of confusing in some ways. Like, if you don't look at the map ever, navigating around is actually very hard oh, because yeah. the, there's so much in the world. And at first, I'm like, man, like, the map's design seems very confusing. And then I realized, actually, that's really good for a Metroid game because even when I'm playing this game again, I'm still having to go to the map and interact and discover and find out. And I'm like, this actually is probably the most replayable Metroid game because of that. And the map I've certainly helps. You you saying that Metroid having a confusing map is a good thing? The <laughs> physical manifestation of Metroid Prime somewhere just went, I told you! <laughs> <laughs> I win! <laughs> That's amazing. I, I think those map updates... And, and really the whole game. I think the whole game and all of the quality of life things, all the pieces, they took the countering system and made it really great. They took mm -hmm. the map and identified things for you. I kind of equate this game in my brain to the Resident Evil 2 remake of the Metroid franchise. Where it's like... Oh, it, wow, yeah. Take yeah. something, like a, a formula you love, an established thing that you love, and it just takes all the best parts that they've developed over two decades of games... And really just went back and, and made the same thing again, but so much better. And every piece that, of it that's is just like, like that's yeah, the best comparison perfect. I think you could make. Hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. Now that's that, 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 and there's Mr. We, X in it too. So it's even, yeah. even more than one reason. <laughs> <laughs> right, before we get to spoilers, the, the last thing I want to say before you know anybody hops out that doesn't want the spoilers, this game is so good. It will be a travesty if this is the last 2D Metroid we ever get. Oh, yeah. This team, yeah. like, I understand that they're like, this is the last one in the Metroid series and stuff like that. Cool. Start a new saga. Do, like, either reboot it, keep this going, like, do what Halo did, or like, this is the Reclaimer trilogy now or something like that. It would, it would literally be a travesty if this team does not get to make another Metroid game. They... Yeah, I, I was even saying that after Samus Returns because I know a lot of people had problems with it. I loved it, but this game is so damn good. They deserve as many Metroid games as they want to make. That's yeah, 100%. If Mercury Steam turns into a 2D Metroid studio, that would be the greatest <laughs> news ever. Oh, yeah. I, Crank them out yeah. like every three or four years. Oh, my God. Just let, let it happen. Just, oh, please. I'll take my money. I'll hand you my wallet. I'll give you my pin number. Do whatever you want. <laughs> <laughs> all right we are officially going into spoiler mode we are changing the graphic on the screen to indicate there are spoilers we are changing our tone of voice we're only going to speak an octave deeper than we were previously to let you know there are spoilers <laughs> can you believe krang was samus's mom the whole time krang! <laughs> or krang it's not the wrong but yeah <laughs> god though can god. we get a samus amiibo like Metroid Super oh. Hyper Beam Samus Amiibo, oh, please, dear yes. God. Literally, have I, I am fresh off of seeing this. I watched this 52 minutes ago. Holy shit, that was one of the coolest fucking things yes. I've ever seen. When Adam's just like, you are a Metroid now. I'm like, oh! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh my yeah, god! And running through that thing, you that talk, awesome. Trevor. You said earlier, like you don't feel like a superhero. It's like you do fucking at the end of this game. Yeah, you feel man, like a fucking superhero that, yeah. with that hyper beam. I, I, I didn't want to get shit. into that, but yeah, you, the, the, the fucking watching you run through there. It's like let me open a door. Come in! It's like just fucking shooting this goddamn spirit bomb at the fucking door. <laughs> Especially oh the part God. where the giant like worm thing is coming after you, and you first use that beam against him. Mm-hmm. Oh man, that was so cool. That was, yeah. That yeah. that's just the ending portion of this game. I think is my favorite ending to a Metroid. And they game. didn't disappoint. They put that clock, they put yeah. the countdown on yep. there. Yep. You yeah. have to have it. It. Mm, mm. But I. Yeah, it was. Intense. Before we talk too much about the ending, though, I do want to talk about one thing at the beginning. I and I, I left this out of the spoiler the the spoiler free part just because you know some people are touched about but I love the fact that this is a Metroid game that literally flipped the script where they're like no 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 you're at the bottom you have to get up to yeah. your ship yeah that that one little change the fact that we've gone through so many Metroid games and this is the first one that's like you start underground and you have to get to the surface it it felt it felt different from the get go the fact that you start by yeah. jumping. Instead of going down anywhere, I, I I loved that little change in it, and the fact that they're like, "Hey, um, we aren't even out of the first cutscene yet, and what if we just fucking show you a Chozo, right? Yeah, these ugly <laughs> fucking just, bird turtle people. Have we ever like, seen we, them before? We, we've seen them in in cutscenes here and there in flashbacks, but they usually been stills. Sure, this is literally the first time we've seen one in motion, let alone speak. Yeah. Oh my god. Let alone that... be the villain. Yeah, yeah. And the, the the fact that they had all of that in there, we got to see you know, because we've seen Chozo ruins. I mean, like, you spend like the first four hours of Metroid Prime in Chozo ruins. I mean, like that that's kind of the whole thing is that you're going through these ancient things and whatnot. And really, like, once again, this game being the culmination of of all of the Metroids before it and including Prime, the Prime series, those are stone and, and a little bit of technology here and there. And it looks like it's almost running on steam power in some places, but these are not ruins. These is, this is a full functioning Chozo facility and it looks so cool. <laughs> yeah. Just the pillars, the, the architecture, the statues, the, the giant fucking door that you go through in some of the areas. It's just so it's so cool. The Chozo statues themselves you get the items from are also the coolest they've ever oh, like yeah. looked. They I'm look so amazing. Glad they brought those back. Uh, yeah. You know, you oh, know one thing that's been really interesting with the two statues? Mm. Oh, yeah. So good looking. It's so cool. So cool looking. One of my favorite, one of my, the things that I was so glad they addressed in this one was like, through all these Metroid games, I've been like, oh man, how fortunate it is that that all of these environments were designed to take advantage of Samus's exact abilities that she's finding everywhere. And now we get to the very end, it's like, oh yeah, the reason she's picking up shit from these little Chozo statues is because she was designed and created by the Chozo. I, I, see, so, like, but I'm over here just like, oh, you sweet summer child. <laughs> <laughs> Known that for so long. <laughs> I've only played like half the games, but that's fine. That was that was that was a good little uh, interesting reveal for me. You no, know but, what else I thought but about? But to your whenever... point, though, this one this one illustrates that better. 
because yeah. we've only known that shit from a 92 manga and instruction manuals. Like nowhere in any of the games are like, oh, by the way, you can roll into a ball. That's why we put that <laughs> hole there. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I one of my one of my favorite things about Nintendo games and story is just like one how little it matters most of the time or two mm-hmm. like they put they inject just the basics like all you need to know and one of my favorite interactions was when you run into like I, I don't know, grandmother Willow Chozo I don't remember its name but the one that like helps you and and shit like that and the very oh, end comes something in like robes yeah I, Mr yeah. Priest Catholic Priest robes. Anyway, you walk into that room for the very first time, having never seen a Chozo other than the one that just, like, destroyed oh. your ass. You walk into the room, and this person's never seen you, and they don't say hi or welcome, Samus. We've been waiting. They literally just go, you have been brought here. This person is trying to suck your blood. And it's just like, man, you just jump right into that. You know, no exposition. It's just, like, straight injection of all of the story the- shit. It's like, just say hi. It, 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 <laughs> it felt like Nintendo had told them a time cap. Like you get this amount of time for cutscenes in this game, yeah. And they were like, "We're not wasting a fucking second of it." We're, yep. we're like, They're, yeah. It was, yeah. Go ahead. It was really a fi- that cutscene is so efficient in a gameplay sense too, where that Emmy's coming after you. It's going through the walls, oh, yeah, to break through you, which is introduction to that Emmy and the mechanics for that Emmy. And then they do the whole freeze and the freeze them, so you know, okay, I can trust this guy. And like that, like is all conveyed very efficiently in very short amount of time. Uh, that was like a moment I'm like, this is like well done. This is like really like thoughtful and considered yes. in so many ways. It was very surprising. That usually scene, it, I think will go down as my favorite Metroid cutscene of all time because not only was there a fucking Chozo there, it was talking in a Chozo language, giving mm-hmm. you this sweeping backstory and whatnot. And I was just like, this is so fucking cool. And then Samus responds to him in Chozo. And I lost it. Like, I'm out in my living room. My cat's sleeping <laughs> on my lap. I'm like, oh, my God. And she's like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, yeah. And then, and then to have that, that fucking moment where it, it instantly gets killed. That yeah. dude just instantly yeah. gets freaking murked and uh, right into a boss, right into a mini boss fight. And, and those that, are tough that, too. That, that oh, it was. It took me about three tries to beat. And it, that pacing, though, that's the Metroid pacing I want. I want. Mm-hmm. There was a threat. Okay, it's okay. Information. New threat. Like it just boom, boom, mm-hmm. boom. Hit every bullet point for the pacing of a Metroid game that I want. It, like I just. Like, even when I died that first time, I was like, I don't care. I'm going to watch that cutscene again. I'm going to enjoy every minute of that cutscene. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's also a good turning point in the story, too. Like, yes. oh, I don't have to be afraid of the Emmys. Now, this is the Emmy mm. thing I was actually, I didn't want to say, but, like, you, you're not afraid of the en- uh, Emmys anymore. And there's that part where you go back into an Emmy area after that, and you see the frozen Emmy in the background. Yeah. And it was like, oh. No, this is not going to be permanent. Like I know yeah. this is not going to yeah. be permanent. And then when you go back to that area and the Emmy's gone, I'm like, shit. Like this yeah. is this is going to be really really bad. That was a cool moment. And then also the Chozo warriors are start coming after you. Um, that after that point wild. too. Jesus, the yeah. first time, the only time I ever almost quit this game and like legit gave up was the first time you fight two of them at once. 
And I was just oh, like, yeah. shit, I haven't gotten to that point. I'm Fuck fucking, that noise. I'm fucking done. And I, I, there were so many times I was playing handheld mode and there were so many times where I would, I would die and I would literally just like bring my switch as close as I could to my face and just scream at it and just go, ah! <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's actually something that like I I really wish I had talked about in the spoiler free section. The the freaking GamePad Pro is made for this game. Like GamePad I Pro, I what is that? Or the the the, the Pro what, Controller. What's it, oh, the Pro Controller. What's it called? Pro Controller. Yeah, yeah. There we go. The 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 Pro Controller is so freaking good for this game that I've played the majority of it on my TV and my Switch. I thought about getting a Switch Lite because I'm like, I don't play this shit in the fucking dock. Like, I just sit here and play it on my couch. I prefer this game on the TV with a Pro Controller. It's just so much better and so much more responsive. And now that I know mm-hmm. I have to fight two of those fuckers at the same time, God. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Storm missiles are super helpful against those guys. Good to know. Good Makes to it know. so You know what's much even easier. better? When you get it, the spin attack. And just fucking yeah. jump oh, into them I over like five that. times in a row. Just jump, boom, jump, boom, jump, boom, dead. Jump, I boom, didn't even jump, think boom. to do that. You, That's you a good idea. You reminded me of a gripe that I wanted to talk about. Ooh, tell me your gripe. There's part of me that, that really likes the fact that they that they kind of split up powers where they're like, okay, you know, we're gonna take the wave beam and we're gonna take the the fact that you can hit stuff beyond a wall and separate that out. It's not as much as the wave beam, but then later on you'll get a sort of wave beam that doesn't go through everything. So they kind of like messed with some of the abilities, and I kind of like that. But then we get the spin boost, the worst. Metroid upgrade that has ever existed ever. The fact that they're like, you get a double jump, sort of, at a certain time, not underwater. Like it's like (laughs) literally, it's like you got an upgrade and it ran the like medical information for a pill on TV. It's like, see your doctor before using spin boost. It was just like it was just like it was a whole list of stipulations. And I'm like, just let me fucking double jump. Like, come on, stop dicking me around with this. And then I feel like once you get that too, they immediately send you to a water area where you can't they do. Really yes! use and it. And you just have yeah. to go laterally and just jump laterally and that's it. Well, well, worst yeah. of all, there was an area because they're like, you can only do it at a certain time. And so the next area you have to get to, there's a thing hanging down between a jump and you have to know to jump spin, hit the thing, fall down and then spin boost up uh, around it. And I, I had to look up a video because I'm like, where the fuck am I supposed to go? I can't get this boost thing to work anywhere. It, it, I just I hate that upgrade. I just I got to raise about that for a second. It's the worst upgrade in any Metroid game. <laughs> <laughs> Overall, with the power ups, there's really not that much new in this. They very no, much use no. the same power ups, but they use them in really good ways. Like, I yeah. like how the grapple beam, how you can actually use it to open up doors now. Oh, that so was a cool. really cool. It's or so for cool. some it's of the enemies too. actually grab them. I, I, I I've love never the tried fact that. that there, yeah, the, yep. uh, the the ones that hang up top and move back and forth that shoot the fire down. Yeah. It, when they're not shooting fire, there's a little glowing blue point on it. And if you hit it with the grapple beam, you can yank them off of there. I, yeah. I, I love that because, yeah, like in Metroid Prime, what was the grapple beam for? There's a big gap. <laughs> uh, yeah, the, I the the I was actually shocked that the scan 
came back and so late into the game. It was so late, too late. That's like, my biggest. It was gripe so late into the, the, the game that I'm like, it's not even in this because I so, I know that was one of the things so many people complained about in Sam in Samus Returns because they're like, it ruins the exploration. I don't want to know where anything is, which is like, like, don't hit the button. Like, <laughs> this was it's a, a button. Don't hit it. That was a sequence break that I found actually because once you get the power bombs, um, I just started to see how like. T- testing the waters a little bit, how I could power bomb, uh, not power bomb, just the the what are the morph ball bombs are, just the normal morph ones, ball bombs. and you can just bombs, and you can just use them, to just, yeah, just bombs, yeah. yeah, and you can use them to just jump up higher and higher, and I used that to kind of see where I could go on the map, and I actually got the the scanner like really really early, like really, actually, that's how I, yeah, that's how I once you get the bombs, you can get that. And huh. but you have to go through this like back end way. There's a teleporter that you get access to um, that transports you to that. I can't remember the name of that. that oh, part yeah. of the map. It's like I, don't, the I G. don't remember the name of a single area <laughs> no. in this game. It's always just like Falangbada and Barra. Uh, <laughs> I that's how I found that um, area in the map. It's like I finagled my way. I found this teleporter and it brought me somewhere completely new. And I'm like, it was that was a really cool moment of I discovery. Love that, that, like. Because, like, I literally told my wife today, I'm so glad that this is a Metroid game that doesn't force me to learn how to do a bomb jump. Because that that was the point that I almost broke a GameCube controller was when they're like, you got a bomb jump somewhere. And I'm like, fuck that. And, <laughs> and so now that I know that if you know how to bomb jump, you can get other places earlier. Oh, that's so damn cool. I love that. And Same the idea with wall jumping. easier in this game than it's ever been. That's true. Like wall jumping was something that you didn't need to do at all in this game, although you had to in previous games. Like, but you you could get things much easier if you knew that wall jumping was a thing. Yeah, I do love wall jumping. It's just like I would just do it. Like I'm just running around like a Naruto kid, just like. (laughs) 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 And it's much better than Super Metroid's wall jumping. That is for damn sure. Yeah, God. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) That that's a hundred percent true. But. I, I the the next thing that I want I want to bring up I love the fact that like the, you know they brought it up in the beginning oh the X parasite that was the whole thing about fusion and she was a uh, uh, you know immune to it and whatever and the fact that they kept it quiet this whole time didn't show it in a single trailer that the X parasite shows up halfway through it yeah I lost my shit because I love fusion fusion is one of my favorite Metroid games I loved the X parasite I thought that was a brilliant idea and to have that in this. 2.5d metroid have them flying around and you know the the you know you kill one and you're like get, get over here don't 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 turn it over <laughs> yeah. here god damn it <laughs> <laughs> i loved it it was so damn cool and the way they're introduced is perfect you yes. go to this little facility you explore it and then you realize you unleashed them everywhere it's <laughs> that cutscene moment where you see all of them floating out the big door that was awesome that yeah. was so cool I, I really wish it just zoomed in on Samus's face. She just goes, <laughs> Someone needs to, oh, I just thought, someone needs to do the San Andreas, here we go again. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> it would fit perfectly with that cutscene too, with her walking towards the door and all of them flying out. Ah, <laughs> oh, shit, yeah. here we go again. <laughs> yeah, someone needs to do that. <laughs> That'd be great. But um, about bosses. Oh. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Let's talk about bosses. Exactly what I was going to say. I want to talk about bosses. Um, Cool. One of my favorite little things about the final boss is in the first phase, don't shoot him. Yeah. You shouldn't shoot him. I thought that was a really cool 
uh, little thing. Because at first I'm shooting him and he's changing colors. I'm thinking, oh, I'm doing something. But you're just charging up this like massive attack that he does. So if you don't shoot him, except for the counters, like that's the way to do it. That was cool. Because it's like, do the opposite of what you think you would normally want to do in this situation. Mm-hmm. That was a cool little um, moment in a boss fight. Yeah. I, I like I- that moment. But, but at the same time, though, like that's kind of the thing that I'm I'm a little irritated about with it is I understand the history of this game. Obviously, I've played a bunch of them and whatnot. But at the same time, it would have been nice to have something teach you something about it. Like, right. have a mini boss before a few of them that mm-hmm. teaches you one aspect of the fight or something like that. The fact that they're like... I will say this, and this is something that may, you know, uh, irritate some people. I think Krang is one of the most irritating bosses in any game ever. (laughs) And uh, I was like, yeah, it's cool that he's back, but I really don't look forward to jumping on those fucking stomach spines and jumping up to his head. And and it was literally the same fucking thing again. But then it turns out. Oh, but if you get up here, if you jump up him and grab onto this thing and you counter his arm attack twice, he's dead. Yeah, Like yep. th- that was the one that I was talking about where I'm just like, it, I went from almost running out of missiles to having om- more than enough to defeat him. And then there's, it turns out mm-hmm. if you have uh, that, it, you turn into a morph ball when you're at the bottom, you drop a bomb down there. It actually opens up a panel that yep. you do another bomb and you shoot through a pipe and then into his stomach and blow him what? up. What? Yeah. Yeah, that's and, the sequence break boss was saying you can beat him like almost immediately once you get and that. Yeah. That's that, awesome. That part's cool. I like the secret ways of beating them, but it shouldn't be a secret to beat them in general. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, because so like, oh, go ahead, go ahead. Good, no, no, you were, I interrupted you. You're fine. The, the, the fact that like, so, so let, let's talk about Krang specifically for this one. So you start up top. That one is pretty easily understood. You, you, because it, it's the same old thing when he's flicking the claws at you. Which, by the way, can we talk about how many claws this motherfucker can just instantly so grow? And claws. all of them look old, just instantly old. Um, <laughs> just for the record, the, so you don't the, get a lot of internet hate. His name is Craid. A Craid. I, I don't know why I keep saying Crane. Fucking because Ninja Turtles, man. That's how much I don't <laughs> like him. <laughs> it's, boss fight has never been good for me. Every time I've just gone, uh, God damn it. So Crade, sorry. Uh, he's flicking the things at you. You shoot the missiles at him like, like you've done in all the Metroid games. N- then he rears his head back up and he's shooting the stuff. You, you can, you know, run around, shoot the stuff, and then move when he's hitting the, the doing the fireball. Okay, understandable. Easily done. Then once you've hit a certain point, cutscene knocks you down. And th- this is again where I'm like, I know it. It's going to end up at this little nasty man's feet. And he's going to be <laughs> shooting these belly spikes at me like he always fucking does because he's got nothing new. <laughs> and, but the thing is, the, the, the new thing, he shoots out this purple sludge. And then sometimes it creates a, uh, an AOE effect. And then sometimes it bounces around. And it's like, OK, I'm going to shoot these things. But don't. And then when he shoots the spikes out, it, there's a certain point where like, hey, you you got to dodge them. But then this time you got to jump on top of them. You jump on top of them. You can do the original thing of getting up there. But when you're up there, if you don't do a certain thing, then he won't do the triggering attack. It, it was. And, and then if you don't understand that process, you just die. You go back to the beginning. But I will say point to the game. It's just outside the door. It may be like two doors yeah. back. It's but not your last safe, safe station. Thank God. Thank you for doing that. 
but it was irritating enough that I had to redo that first segment that it, and I know that's a thing in, in, in a lot of games, you got to redo the first segment, but this one, it ended up feeling like, especially with crate, it ended up feeling more just going through the motions. Like the, the first part you get down, you're like, okay, I'm just doing a puzzle game at this point to get to the next air, the next, uh, um, sequence in the fight. And I, but then when you do that cutscene and you're swinging on the hook and you're shooting his fucking face full of missiles and stuff, it <laughs> feels so cool yeah. that I wish the rest of the boss fight felt that cool. But I'm I'm happy I, that they did the 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 cutscenes and the quick time events because they felt cooler than the previous 2D Metroid boss fights because it's just. Let me run over to this corner. And like doing a boss fight in 2D, like they're probably the thing I look forward to the least in any Metroidvania game. Like I've been playing Aria Sorrow on the Switch and I just got to the Grim Reaper fight. I'm like, oh God, I hate this fight so goddamn much. And so I like the fact that there is some, there's more movement in the boss area than there normally is. It's just a little bit more conveying what you're supposed to be doing would be nice. Yeah, I think me. one thing that uh, for me helped with that was that they do a good job of if you know you're doing in the fight to an extent, you can get missiles, you can get health to kind of keep going in the middle of the boss fight. Mm-hmm. So like with Kraid, like the little claws, like shoot them, they'll give you missiles. Um when you're I shoot the little purple things, the, the ones that don't blow up, but that just like bounce around, like they'll give you health, they'll give you missiles. So it kind of at least helped in that case where it's like I didn't feel completely screwed if I didn't know exactly like how to how to counter him, like when I'm up on the uh, up on the top, like all that kind of stuff. So I feel like it, it it still is manageable at least. Oh yeah, no, I'm not saying cause, I mean I beat it. Like I, I'm not saying like it's 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 unbeatable or anything like that, but it does it makes those parts of the game unenjoyable enough that I know when I replay this game, because I will a hundred percent fucking replay this game that when I get to, it, I'm just going to go, <sighs> okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. There was one thing that was spoiled for me and I don't know if I would have figured it out on my own was um, the underwater boss fight where you have mm. to shoot the little like um, circles. Like I heard someone mention that, um, before I got to that fight. So by the time I got there, I'm like, oh, this is what that person was talking about. I know what to do, do now. Do you mean the generators? Is that what you're Yeah, the generators. About? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that one took me um, that one took me like a good seven or seven to ten tries before I accidentally shot one and realized, oh shit, that's really? what I'm supposed to be doing. Okay. Got it. Okay. Oh. I I I I see that that was one of them that I felt like they did well because you had shot those generators before. It did. And so as soon as yeah. I got in the room, I was like, "Oh, it's one of those fucking things. I don't know what it's gonna do, but I'm gonna shoot it." it, did it, it you're right. It, they, like they looked very similar to the other generators, and we had you know, like overloaded them by shooting them before. I just didn't straight up notice they were there. Like I was so That's concentrated fair. on everything else that was in the room. Yeah. Oh yeah, I, there's a giant sea monster with tentacles. <laughs> like I, I don't think anyone's gonna knock you for not noticing. Yeah. The, just small little button <laughs> and also being underwater that fight was intense because you don't have yeah. the gravity suit so you have to change how you respond to his attacks because you kind of have to jump earlier than you normally would because it's going to take you longer to start that animation and then you're going to move slower and that was an interesting boss fight for that but yeah I don't know if I would have figured that out on my own I don't know I, if I would have had to look that up or not mm. with the generators there was only one the only boss fight thing that I feel like I needed a, a guide for 
I, there were there were several like exploration type things that I was like I have to look this up because I'm fucking I'm not gonna wander around these seven different worlds trying to figure out what tiny block I haven't shot yet. But uh, the only boss thing that I was like I have to look this up was the final boss and and some of those attacks that he does like figuring out when he does the giant wave attack that you mentioned in the first phase like just curl up into a ball and it misses you and like those types of things. Oh, that's cool. Otherwise, I would have completely. It took me an hour, literally an hour. Of my play time, of my playtime, seven and a half hours playtime. An hour of that was just the boss. Like fifteen percent of this wow. game for me was the final boss. Jeez. But <laughs> yeah, that, that's the thing that I've heard the most in conversation about this game is that the 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 boss fight, the last boss fight, is absolutely infuriating. But I also kind of feel like that's slightly par for the course. Uh, I mean, mm-hmm. Metroid Prime final boss. I hated that damn thing. The mother brain in in Zero Mission oh, and yeah. the original one, just the worst. <laughs> just the fucking worst. Um, in uh, Super Metroid, like, how many missiles yeah. do you have to have to beat that final boss? It's yeah. crazy. It takes forever. This boss, so, and this is, I think, true of a lot of the bosses. A lot of the bosses kicked my ass the first time that I encountered them. And especially the final boss, I'm like, I don't even know how to, like, beat him like I don't know like what I could possibly do but I think the game um for me what worked about is that I constantly was learning every time that I died and it got to the point where especially with the final boss it's like okay I just need to make sure that I have full health by the time I get to the 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 final phase and I just got better at knowing his moves and how to dodge each one and kind of learning along the way like uh, I remember um he shoots this like black hole at you and at yeah, first I was just avoiding do. it until it went away. And um but you you shoot it enough times and it gives you missiles and it gives you like health. And I'm like, oh, okay, like that's one way I can get a leg up on this. And then like in the third, um the third phase, there's that like sun. A sun, yeah. That he like, yeah, use a power bomb and it goes away and it refills your power bombs again. So there's always like a really good way of dodging and getting around the attacks. But it does, like, require you to experiment and, like, try different things out. And I, I liked that about the game. I think that's what's going to make it fun to go back and play it again is, okay, like, what did I miss that I didn't know about before? Like, I, like Chad was mentioning with the mini-bosses, um, the chosen mini-bosses, to just use the spin attack like, against them. And, like, that works. It's like, okay, like, what else can I do and try out and experiment with here? Because, like, when I the, – the hardest part of the final boss for me was when he had the sun – and he also had the the red laser he would shoot at you at the same exact time. Mm. And that just, I couldn't, I didn't know how to dodge it. I had no idea. And it's like, oh, I just need to get rid of the sun. And then I, I can just, you know, jump up high. And then when he shoots, drop. And then mm-hmm. I'll be fine. And like, just experimenting, playing around. I, I really liked the bosses for for that reason. I, I, I thought I it was really like good it was about that. Trying but to it is like- tough. I feel like it was almost trying to be like Dark Souls bosses in that way. And but I, I but in Dark Souls bosses, mm-hmm. I can go into the room and basically watch their attacks. Like just mm-hmm. kind of stay back, strafe, watch it. But and because this is a 2D game, and especially some of these boss fight rooms, you can't just watch. You 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 just watch, you you get just hit repeatedly and then you're dead. So that I think that's my yeah. problem a little bit is I didn't there wasn't a chance for me to go in and just learn the moves because just everything's getting thrown at you. Mm-hmm. I found the, I found the telegraphing of the animations were easier to pick up on than they have been in past. Oh, compared to other ones. Yeah. Either uh, in, uh, yeah. Yeah. And even in some souls games, like some souls games, I still don't know like what this, the tells are 
I mm. just dodge any time. I just dodge. Whereas like this, especially with the um, with the Chozos that um, he has like the shield and like he'll charge at you and yeah. then, it, then he turns into like the monster versions on the walls. Like that, I got to a point where like I can fight those things and not even get hit once because mm-hmm. I just they telegraph their moves very very clearly. But some of the bosses, it's it's tougher. Yeah. Um. So the the thing I do want to talk about here, since we were talking about the last boss fight, did that motherfucker turn into a crate at the end there when he got the X parasite? He looked like he was a he looks like he was crate with the face split open and then his little beaky face in there. Was beaky. was crate freaking Chozo? <laughs> like what the hell was going I on? I, I I was watching this cutscene. I'm like, this is cool as shit. But what is what is happening there? <laughs> Metroid Six. <laughs> we'll find out. Dun, dun, but dun. seriously, like, oh my god, if we could get another Metroid game with the, the freaking Metroid suit, it's a Metroid suit. You yeah. are a Metroid. It's just ah, it's so cool. <laughs> well, so so explain to me how this works. So. From my understanding, from Metroid Fusion, the reason that you can absorb X parasites is because you have Metroid DNA, and the Metroid DNA yes. just kind of like basically eats it. And and yes. so why then at the very end of the game, when you are like roided out almost full Metroid, does the X parasite like take away? Not a fucking clue. That was the, I I I did not understand that, but I'm like I don't care. Let's freaking go. <laughs> but no, that 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 is a good point. Like I I kind of felt like it was. All three things suddenly working together. It was Samus, Metroids, and the X-Parasite all just working together and just being this ultimate freaking being. Um, yeah. Because, that's, that's yeah, like, there, there, there's, there's definitely something up with the X-Parasite with Fusion with the, the other Samus. Like there was definitely some form of understanding there. Like uh, the, the freaking Samus clone sacrifices itself. And, and so it seems like there is some sort of understanding now between Samus, the Metroids and the X parasites, which I absolutely love because they are the two things Samus was told to kill. And now they're what is literally keeping her alive. I just think that's so cool. And this is where I'm really excited about um, the future of the franchise, because I feel like is the Galactic Federation going to be an enemy now? Because are they going to go after you because you are a Metroid? Like, that's really cool. By the way, this didn't feel like an ending to me. This just felt like a turning point in the Metroid story. And that's what I want. That's what I want. Just let them do more. (laughs) Yeah, it's great. It's great. It also brings new meaning to the the meme. Uh, why can't Metroid crawl? Oh my <laughs> god, you're right. Because <laughs> she's a damn Metroid now. It's because she is a Metroid. <laughs> she Not is <laughs> Metroid. <laughs> that was also just a cool moment. Like you know, you have Metroid DNA now, and like the X parasites activated it within you. I'm like, god damn. Yeah. They were not kidding when they said this was like, oh, if you really like Metroid, you like the lore of Metroid, like, this is going to be for you. I'm like, all right, whatever. I'm sure there'll be, like, one cutscene at the end. But no, like, the whole story is just, like, is I, filled with, like, awesome stuff if you I know the like, lore of Metroid. Uh, the Adam AI actually being the bad guy the whole time. Yeah. yeah. Like, and that's that, that was, even back that was in almost Metroid a very Fusion, biosho right? even even as far back as Metroid Fusion, right? 
I don't think so. I think this was no. only for the time that she was on uh, this planet. Okay. Um, because the Adam AI was in is in her ship. Um, I actually really love the little nod to the way Adam talks. The yep. voice is modified to sound like the beginning of Metroid or Super Metroid, which was Adam speaking. I I love that little nod to the fact that it's like this is we're still using the same type of voice from the very beginning of uh, Super Metroid. Also, someone pointed this out. Um, at the very beginning, when it is actually Adam, he's he's he uses like the he uses like lady he's as towards Samus oh. to refer to her, but he doesn't do that the entire rest of the oh, game. Oh shit, you're right. So, I thought it was weird that they called out lady that early on. Yeah, but you're right. It never says it again. Ooh, so it's a good really tell. Cool. Yeah, it's it's yeah, it's it's surprising. Going to what Chad was saying, like you know, Nintendo doesn't do story that much, and they don't. But they did the story really damn well in yes. this game. Like this is yeah. without a doubt the best Metroid story. They in even my opinion. pulled off "I'm your father." <laughs> yeah, like, and I was like, "Let's fucking go!" Yeah, hell yeah, let's. <laughs> that's fucking cool. <laughs> also, I can't believe the coolest. <laughs> <laughs> Leading up to that is the one of the coolest moments of the whole game, maybe of the entire series, or just like little like, oh, that is so subtly badass, is when you get in the pod and shoot up into the sky and the loading screen is like just her there with like the lightning outside, or like the like the flashes of light. I'm like, ooh, there's something about this moment that's just Those so loading badass. How yeah. do I get those as moving backgrounds to constantly have on all of my <laughs> devices? I just, I just want, uh, I want to open my phone and it's just Samus on an elevator. Lights, lights just slowly go. Oh my god, oh, they're so good. I would kill for that. That would yeah. be amazing. Yeah. Like a live wallpaper on your like yeah. your lock screen or something like that, and just like. Boom, boom. I need it. I need it. Android yeah. could do it. You can customize oh. it so well. <laughs> god damn it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm trying to think if there's anything yeah I, I feel like now that we've talked uh, yeah. and gushed about loading screens I feel like we, we I, yeah, at least scraping the, <laughs> yeah scraping we, 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 we hit the end here yeah yeah. <laughs> there's anything so much else to talk about I would like to say about Metro before we sign off <sighs> please make more that's it yeah, Just, please, please make more God. this this mm-hmm. was the game that I wanted I'm so happy it's here I'm gonna play this game like anytime I get a hankering for Metroid it's gonna be this game I you know I'm, what I I'm just so happy you know what I really 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 want Ziggy Zig ah um I yesterday was the thousandth day it has been 1000 days since oh, Metroid God, Prime yeah. 4 was rebooted and I while I was playing this game, I was like, how fucking badass would it be? And we're not going to get it because it's a Nintendo Switch, but how fucking badass would it be if we got a 3D Metroid Prime game with, like, the visuals and the atmosphere of Returnal? Like, oh. that's the shit that I want to see next. We won't yeah. see anything near that good looking for 20 years from Nintendo, but, like, that's what I want yeah. next from the franchise. And also, the, how like, were... what a good property for movies and TV and shit oh, like that, yeah. too. Like, how is it not already yeah. being made into something else? Fun fact, when Metroid Prime came out, they did a live action commercial for it, and it was freaking cool. Oh, I didn't know about that. <laughs> yeah, it's super cool. Um, I, I The only Nintendo movie I want is a Metroid movie. Mm-hmm. I think that would be Starring really Chris awesome. 
That's hilarious. Um, they'll probably get Brie Larson to play Samus. Is probably I'm what they fucking, would do. Yes, do it. I yep. that was a hundred percent cool with me. <laughs> I want. I want the story to follow like Metroid Prime story at the first one where it's like you start off the movie starts off in the space station there's this like really cool like you know 10 15 20 minute like intro of like her going through that fighting the boss the whole thing crashes down and then like that's just the stuff the story is like her getting off oh, no. a new planet I, I want to go that back would further. be an amazing movie I wanted to be her training with the the Chozo and then everything going to shit and her getting the Vera suit and having flashbacks to the space pirates murdering her family like I, I want to go. I want to just. I want to fucking go on the lore on this. I'm like, let's not mess around. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would be that for. Um, going to Prime Four though, I think Prime Four has a lot to live up to here. Yes, I, yeah. I would not be surprised if Metroid Dread is the best uh, Metroid game on the Switch after Prime Four yes. comes out. It wouldn't surprise me. I, I mean, obviously, I want Prime. I'm, I'm not worried about Prime at all. And I swear, I to think God, it's gonna be a great if we game. don't get the trilogy on Switch, I'm just, I'm gonna, I'm it's gonna done. hurt it's something. It's done. It's done. I'm gonna hurt something. To. Yeah, it's. I would be shocked if they don't. Especially we didn't, it seems we didn't like, get any of the 2D games on the Switch. You are yeah. somehow, Super Metroid, at least the hardest games to play of a, of a Nintendo franchise. We just got the fifth and. Possibly final one, and they're like, "Good fucking luck. Get a Wii U." They're gonna, they're gonna release a new like tier of Nintendo Switch Online that costs three hundred dollars a year that you I'll can play it. the first two on GameCube in standard definition. That's what you're gonna get. I'll play it. I'll pay it. Just let, let me do it. Put in my eye holes. This is what's gonna happen. They're gonna add Game Boy and Game Boy uh, Advance at some point to like the expansion pass. Hopefully, it's just part of the expansion pass and is not and, like. An additional expel, oh, that'd be a mess. Anyway, I wouldn't put it past Nintendo, though. Um, anyway, so they do that, and then we're stuck with the original Metroid, not Zero Mission, because they decide not to bring in <laughs> yep. Zero Mission for some arbitrary reason. And they will have, like, in the initial lineup, they'll have uh, Metroid 2 um, Return of Sam, whatever, whatever it's called. Oh, yeah, and for then the we won't have the Mer- Yeah, and then we won't have the Mercury Steam version. So we're going to have, like, the two crappiest versions of the original games but at least love super metroid hopefully they throw in fusion but they'll make a point like now we have all five metroid games on (laughs) on switch but like it's like no please give us zero mission and samus returns because they're way better than the original versions it's true yeah do they prime force next year you gotta Mm -hmm. stop us from talking about metroid we'll go on for two hours chad you gotta stop us (laughs) (laughs) i'm gonna cut it off there Thank you for joining us. Uh, thank you for all of you uh, Patreon supporters who are getting this first. If you are not a Patreon supporter and you're listening to this late, 2008, like a lame-o, you can go to patreon.com slash fire, give us a buck, and you get all of our reviews like this one and Far Cry 6, which is being recorded literally at the same time. Um, those will be up for Patreon members right away. Thank you, Trevor, Ooh. and thank you, Holden. Again, go find Trevor everywhere on Twitter at yes. the Trevor. You can find all the links, all of his podcasts, Idol Champions. Go find Holden on Networked and in Rhode Island. Just go say hi. Just go to the state <laughs> of Rhode Island. Just come on by. And everyone in Rhode Island will hear you if you shout from any part of Rhode Island. <laughs> and uh, he'll come out with Yeah, cupcakes. we'll put uh, my address in the show notes. So just yeah. do this. <laughs> Just look for them there. <laughs> we'll put the address in the show notes, but we'll put it in reverse so no one knows what it says. We're just gonna, yeah, exactly. It'll be missing one letter. <laughs> we'll, we'll type it on wingdings so no one actually yeah. knows. <laughs> what a useless know what it says. font. 
<laughs> All right, everyone. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next time. Bye.